Hello and welcome to Now Watching. I am your host, Matthew James Sullivan. This is the very, very first episode of Now Watching. So this podcast is going to be kind of like a film and TV recap uh, type show where I talk about all of the films and TV I've been watching in the past week. Hopefully I will get to some bonus episodes like interviews with some you know film critics and stuff like that. Um, maybe some rankings and some awards talk. But mostly I just want to talk about movies I'm watching because that's my favorite thing to do is watch movies. You know, aside from all the hours I spend on Saturday watching college football and on Sunday watching the NFL, I watch a lot of movies. I watch around five to ten movies a week probably and a number of TV shows. And let's dive right into what I've been watching this past week. So last Friday, um, I got done with work a little early and caught a late afternoon showing of Dumb Money by Craig Gillespie. So this movie is kind of like a look into the GameStop stock boom uh, due to Reddit uh, and the Wall Street bets. Um, kind of like the the dork that um, really gets it booming is Paul is played by Paul Dano. And it's the movie's kind of like how the little guy can't seem to win in the stock market and how in this particular case, they actually kind of did something important. Um, the movie gets its point across with a good cast, but really the characters kind of feel like caricatures, you know, like the big bad stock guys, Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman just kind of feel like caricatures. Some of the other, some of the Reddit type people just, you know, just seem a little cartoony. The dialogue is a bit on the nose and cartoony itself, but, uh, Paul Dano really works in this film though. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. I think he really holds the movie together. Um, you know, there's nothing really particularly special about this movie, but it was definitely satisfying enough on a Friday. Um, another movie I watched this week was El Conde by Pablo Lorraine. So obviously Pablo Lorraine is a polarizing director, um, you know, famous for his recent movies, Spencer and Jackie and a number of other films. I am a Pablo Lorraine lover. I Love, love Spencer. I love Jackie. I love that he creates such a atmosphere and um, world amongst itself in these like kind of lonely-esque films um, that are super hyper-stylized and gets amazing performances out of his actors. And this one's no different. Um, it's another hyper-stylized film from Lorraine. It's... Uh, it's black and white and it's really well shot. It has a great score. Um, not sure the satire in it fully works, but I think it's a solid attempt in general. I just think he's one of the more unique directors out there today and he really goes for it. So that's why I appreciate his films. And that's why I appreciated this one. I don't know much about, you know, like the Chilean dictator himself. I am like my history, but I don't know too much about South American history, to be honest. So if people have problems with, you know, that part of it, I get it, but uh, I thought it was a cool and unique film, and I appreciate it for what it was. Another film I watched this weekend was The Elephant Six Recording Co. by C.V. Stockfletch. Um, as a fan of these bands, um, I really enjoyed this somewhat kind of chronological view of their world. As a movie, it probably could have t used more of a narrative to string the events together. Um, I just don't know if it exactly works as a film. It's just but it really works for kind of fans of these bands and 
I think fans of these bands will really enjoy it for what it is. Um, it's really cool to see just some of the footage and just see some of the interviews with uh, these artists talking and stuff like that because they were so important to kind of independent music at the time. Um, another film I watched this week was 1995's The Doom Generation by Greg Araki. Um, this is an absolute wild road film of sex and violence. Um, it is Iraqi's take on a kind of heterosexual on heterosexuality, but it is still so queer at heart, especially with the two male stars. Like the tension is just unbelievable. And I just really like his movies. Um, just such a, another unique director. Um, the dialogue is not necessarily a strength in Rocky's film, but I definitely wouldn't change it because it really fits for the film. Um, it fits kind of like the over top, over the top nature of the film. So if you like Gregor Rocky film before uh, this past week, I had only seen mysterious skin by him, but this one um, really worked. And I think it might be actually my new favorite um, from Greg. So I really like that. Um, Another one I watched on Criterion Channel. Um, I watch a lot of Criterion Channel. That's my favorite app, my favorite streaming app in general. But I started going through, you know, I've been going through tons of tons of films. I just had watched uh, all of Hal Hartley's films and I really like him now. I'm a huge fan now, but I wanted to watch some of the films on the director's sight and sound poll. So I decided to put on 1970s Wanda by Barbara Loden. Um, it is effective, depressing tale of aimlessness and life beating you down. Loden writes, directs, stars in it. You know, I found it, like I said, I found it on the director's site and sound. So you can see how directors really, really uh, responded to this movie. Um, I think it might be your only directorial movie. It's a looser debut. But I was thinking a lot about this movie after. I think the movie is really solid. Um, it's probably not one of my favorites that I've uh, watched on Criterion, but I really liked um, what it went for and what it was trying to get across. But I could see why directors would really like this. And I could see a director like Ari Oster being heavily influenced from this movie, uh, especially after watching Bo is Afraid. I could totally see him really, you know, liking this movie. So I definitely would suggest checking that out if you want to see some more films from the sight and sound polls. Um, and then I rewatched Boogie Nights because my wife has never watched it. So Paul Thomas Anderson's 1997 film Boogie Nights. This is my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. It is the first one I obviously saw. Um, it is a huge, huge movie for me. It is ar arguably one of the greatest ensembles ever put together. It's definitely my favorite Mark Wahlberg performance because it's kind of his same cocky self, but he's so young and vulnerable in this movie. I just love, love, love him in this movie. And it's also uh, one of the first times I saw um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And it's obviously Philip Seymour Hoffman's first work with Paul Thomas Anderson, who we worked with a number of times in his career. I just think it's such a funny and weird performance from Philip Seymour Hoffman. And we obviously will get a lot of those in his life. He is my favorite actor of all time. So hopefully someday we'll talk more about Philip Seymour Hoffman on this podcast, but um, I really think um, PTA really crafts a world at a time and setting better than anyone else, like to ever direct a movie, just especially more recent directors, you know, come from the nineties and on. 
something about his uh, use of time and setting is just absolutely stunning and absolutely beautiful. And his, you know, the, the scripts are amazing. The directing is awesome. The performances are astounding. Just he just does it better than anyone. He's arguably my favorite director of all time. So we will probably be talking about PTA um, on this film podcast a lot. So moving on to TV. So on this podcast, I, I don't know if I'm going to re like recap everything I'm watching in the TV in the week. I think I'm going to focus on one thing a week and I want to focus on how I, I recently finished how to with John Wilson, the third season. And this is one of the most unique TV shows I've ever seen. Each episode is a treat to watch. His use of documentary filmmaking to produce a new narrative. Each episode is expertly done. I'd argue it is been one of the top five TV shows since it aired. The only things that could probably rival it are, you know, obviously fiction shows like Succession, Better Call Saul, Reservation Dogs, The Bear. But this is probably the most original thing on, this has probably been the most original thing on TV. I just am blown away each episode of how he gets from beginning to end of each episode. He's just so unique. His use of just, you know, kind of random film from random film in the city and stuff like that. I don't know how big his support crew is uh, for filming these um, scenes and everything, but he really nails it and really nails the editing and putting this thing together. So that's my take on how to with John Wilson, one of my favorite TV shows of the last you know five years or so. So if you have not watched that, it is on HBO max or max. Now, I guess we should call it. And that's the episode today. So I'll be back next week. Um, I hope you enjoyed the first episode. I plan on seeing the creator this weekend. Um, I have tickets for Saturday morning before college football starts and I will hopefully watch something like Tokyo story and a few other things from the sight and sound poll. Uh, as criterion channel, people know, um, October is horror month. Uh, as you know, most people watch a lot of horror in October. I do not watch horror movies cause I am a huge wuss. I do not watch pretty much any horror movies. I can't handle them. Uh, I really can't like the last horror movie I saw was bones and all, and I was terrified, even though it's really not that scary of a movie. I still left the theater with, you know, chilled to my bone. So I will not be watching much horror films. So I'll be catching up on a lot of films on the Criterion channel and hopefully get to the theater a few times. So let's see how that goes this week. If you like the music for today, um, it is my project snow melt, um, two words, snow melt. And you can find me on Instagram at Clever Clocks Music. Um, that is one of my music projects as well. But that's kind of my personal handle, Clever Clocks Music. I will hopefully be on TikTok. Um, if you're watching this on TikTok already, I have already created it, that means. So that's good. And I will talk to you next week. Awesome. Bye.